0: You're listening to Harper Audio Presents, a podcast that brings you conversation and inspiration from your favorite authors, editors, and creators, giving you new perspectives on the world of books, culture, and the arts. We are part of the HarperCollins Presents network of podcasts. I'm Anna Maria Alessi, and with me today is Maggie Leffler, an American novelist and a family medicine physician. A native of Columbia, Maryland, she practices medicine in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where she lives with her husbands and sons. She joins us today to talk about her new novel, The Secrets of Flight, her third novel, publishing by William Morrow on May 3rd. Welcome, Maggie. Thank you so much. I'm really glad you could be here. I really enjoyed the book. So tell us a little bit about the book.
1: Well, The Secrets of Flight is a story of an elderly woman looking back at her life, and it's the story of the relationship between her and the teenage girl who's transcribing her memoir. And it's a story about when she was a pilot during World War II. She was part of the Women's Air Force Service pilots, and sort of a fateful decision that changes her life back then that she is um, working through now.
0: Yeah, so it's hard to sort of give away that plot twist, but it does have ramifications, and obviously it's it's related to what's going on in the young woman in Elise's Life, right. And they sort of end up, of course, sort of helping each other out and growing through certain things. You know, even at, a, at an advanced age, I can't remember exactly what her age oh, is. She's 87. 87. Yeah.
1: But she changes too. Right. Exactly. That's exactly
0: right. It's almost a coming of age for both of them.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: So tell yes. us a little bit more about sort of the whole pilot aspect of of, of her character and, and, and what sort of what gave you that idea and why you decided to, to set it in that in that location?
1: Um, well, I, in um, 2009, I had seen an article where President Obama was giving Congressional Medals of Honor to these women who served during World War II. And I already had the idea of the backstory for the main character. I, I wanted her to do something rather daring and unexpected. And when I read this article, I just became fascinated with the contribution of these women. So I wanted to I knew suddenly, well, Miri was a pilot and I wanted to write that story. And so I started researching more about it and even got the chance to have conversations with World War II women's Air Force Service pilots who served during that time. And that's really, I just sort of Saw their picture in the newspaper and, and fell just, in love with yeah, the your idea. Ma- it just yeah, your imagination. Yeah,
0: and I believe that you were even offered a flight on one of the antique planes. Well, was she that suggested
1: right? that I take one. The pilot I was talking to, I had so many technical flight questions. Yeah, and I, you know, I kept saying, "What did it feel like?" And you know, and she said, "I really suggest you you get a flight in one of these old planes." But I was too scared. So, so they really, they
0: still haven't. Would, would you have had to have gone somewhere special? I mean. Um,
1: Actually, I I asked a couple of people about it. There are these antique planes, and I could wow. have gotten a flight. Yeah, they are available to uh, <laughs> to regular citizens. But yeah, that's um, yeah,
0: but you augmented by sort of watching more films. Is that yeah? Right? I, I
1: watched. I talked to pilots, and then I um, watched some World War II training videos. Yeah, oh, and they were actually okay. really cool. And I, I where mean, did you
0: find those? Just on YouTube. Is that right? It was really? amazing. Yeah, isn't that something?
1: Yeah. It, it was and I had researched from talking uh, in my discussions with them the types of planes they used. and so I, I just you know looked up how to land these old World War II aircrafts and then boom, there was a whole video from 1944. It was yeah. really neat.
0: I'm equally interested in the research that you did on a young teenage girl. You have two young boys. I have two young uh, boys,
1: yes. Um, (laughs) You know, I looked through old uh, journals of mine. I've been keeping a diary my whole (laughs) life. And so I just flipped back. I I was actually recently startled to see how much Elise's voice sounded like me as a kid. Uh, Because
0: that's why I asked. How did that happen? (laughs) But um, it was just
1: me as a kid, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, because as the mother of a teenage girl, I, I thought you nailed it. Oh, and I thank was, you. I was curious
1: how, you. how
0: that happened. <laughs> right. So tell us about your working life as a physician.
1: I see, um, gosh, adults and children age 10 and up. I see patients in an outpatient setting, and I really enjoy that quite a lot. Yeah, I always, like Elise, wanted to do both writing and medicine yeah. from the time I was a little girl, so.
0: And you you basically have. I mean, yeah. This is your third book. Right. And you're a young person, so you've done it simultaneously. The yes. Time, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that uh-huh. seems
0: challenging. Although it, there seems to be a lot of examples of this, of physicians who are also authors.
1: Right. Yeah, that's true. It's a, um, writing for me is just, um, I love the outlet. Uh, it's it's something, it's so different from medicine, but it integrates, I listen to stories all day. That and, is what I was just
0: about to say, because I had another interview, gosh, this was months ago, and I thought of it when I was thinking about this interview. And she said, it's actually, it's a lot about storytelling. It's yeah. listening to stories, it's to telling the story of whatever puzzle you're trying to solve out. Exactly. And she thought that they, were, that they were really closely related, and I hadn't thought of it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. That's true.
0: It is interesting to think of how you managed to do this kind of hard writing work in addition to being a resident, because you were writing at that time, uh, Yes.
1: Yeah, I was. I've always been somebody I just couldn't live without writing. I, I, I feel icky when I'm not writing. I mean, it keeps me awake at night, and certainly I don't get enough sleep because of it, but um, I'm really happiest when I'm writing, mm-hmm. so I kind of always have managed to carve out the time, yeah. uh, you know, no matter what phase of my life okay. I've been in.
0: And you you mentioned your your Tuesday night writing group. Yes. And so how long has that, uh, have um, you been in that group? We've
1: been meeting for a, a, about a decade or so. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've had, like, yeah, people have had babies in the group. Of course, Bring them yeah. to group, you know. So that my kids have grown up knowing, like Tuesday nights, that's writers group night, and uh, but they love it when the writers group comes over to our house.
0: And so, is it basically that you're all you function as each other's first readers?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've read so many drafts of this book. So they're very excited. Yeah. So we each um two people go every time. Okay. And then we critique the chapter yeah, or so the short in addition, story. So
0: you're working as a physician, you're writing your novels, and then you're reading and critiquing your friends' work. That yes. Busy.
1: Yeah, it is busy, and I'm a mom. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and forgot. we
1: just got a new dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dog's probably the
0: killer, right? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, for me, that's 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 very much the killer. <laughs> yeah. So I just I want to go back to I want to go back to the book again. We talked about sort of the coming of age theme, but talk to us a little bit more about the themes that you you support in the book because without giving things away, but they're clearly you know. Well,
1: let's see here. Uh, Miri grows up in a Jewish family, and um, during World War II, and feels very overshadowed by that. She worries about what's going to happen with her family. And then she falls in love with a man and uh, has to decide how she wants to live the rest of her life and, and how it's, important it's, her dreams are and how important her husband's dreams are versus what about her family.
0: And right. So, so it's, it's sort of what she's forced to give up. Exactly. In order to gain. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then talk to us a little bit about Elisa's situation and sort of the journey that that she takes? Well,
1: Um, Elise is, she's got a lot going on for a teenager because her parents are splitting up and there's a significant illness in the family and she's just learning to try to figure out who, who she is. Yeah. And so, a lot of it is about them both assimilating in their own lives and and what they've both given up, meaning Miri and uh, Elise mm-hmm. to try to figure out who they really are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's it's very nice. Are you working on something new now? I'm in my thinking stage, okay, so and I, what's that I like? go
1: through a stage where um, I'm just compiling ideas and writing down little short bits but I'm not ready to fully dive back into the zone because um, I get really into it and it's hard to to stop and I'm not ready yet to like start to let go of this yeah Yeah, exactly I'm still I'm still in my just getting ready to let go of it
0: of course Um,
1: so I'm I'm thinking of new things
0: and tell me what the experience is like the difference between writing and being published. I'm always curious what authors find sort of delightful and, and what they find really challenging.
1: Well, this novel was rewritten many, many times. <laughs> so I have really enjoyed the writing or I would have stopped a while ago because it, it took a while to... Well, let
0: me ask you about that. So you submitted it in one form.
1: Yes. It, and had... it was accepted
0: in that form, but then you went back and forth with your editor that many times? Um, or how No, actually,
1: that... even before... Okay. Um, before
0: you even uh, submitted it?
1: Yeah, we were... Okay. My agent, Bree, was ever able to... To sell it. I mean, I have hundreds of pages of unused material, but it was all important to creating the story.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah.
1: And I enjoyed every minute of the writing of it. But then in terms of the publishing side of things, you kind of have to figure out what's best for the story. Yeah. What moves the book forward? And is it how cohesive is it you to, have to the, kill your
0: babies. Yeah,
1: you gotta kill a lot of darlings and yeah. so many were sacrificed in the making of this novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's I'm curious to hear you say that people usually describe it as actually exquisite torture. Well, I guess
1: it was more torturous, I think, all the years of rejection. That was the hardest Ah, because I feel like um, then you think, oh, am I just having fun with something? So that was the worst of the torture. Yeah, there were times when uh, I would write something I really liked it a lot and my writers group was like, ah, this isn't working. Let me tell you why to the total plot. And, you know, when you don't want to hear that, well, that's torture. So there's little rejections along the way uh, where you're honing it. But when I'm just sitting and writing, I'm really happy and oh, so yeah. that part's never really too much of a torture.
0: And what do you like to read? Let's see here.
1: Uh, I like to read funny. I, I really enjoy books about family and books that are um, make me laugh and well a tear up at the same time. I, mm-hmm. A Good Cry is great, but I really enjoyed The Family Fang. I, I thought oh, that was just so good. gorgeous writing, oh, every so sentence, good. and hilarious. I was yeah, laughing that's, out that's, loud. Yeah, that's, throughout. That's, that's like amazing. my kind of book, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's a good pick. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, usually uh, I I love themes about dysfunctional families. Yeah. So yeah. Really. Um, Where'd you go, Bernadette? Another uh, I, I was going to
0: say I knew you were going to cite that. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. That was another another one. fantastic one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. So now what where are you in the process? You're you're setting up your publicity. How does that dovetail into your daily life? Do you have to sort of when you publish a book, do you have to Stop your working schedule in order to attend to things or are you able um, to work it in?
1: I plan to work it in. so I, it's we'll kind of figure it out. Yes, I, I'm gonna keep seeing patients and everything as usual I, yeah. I
0: think. Do you go to do you see patients five days a week? three days a week? Yeah, good. so yeah, that's nice. That's really hard work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now another question that I always ask is uh, were you to be uh, banished to a desert island and you were only allowed to take three books? Which three books would you take? Oh, 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 okay.
1: Well, I might have to take The Family Fang, Uh, Mm. Catch-22, and uh, I might
0: take To the Lighthouse. I love that book. It's interesting, you pick sort of, lots of times people pick long ones. Oh yeah, maybe I should pick something long to, pick, no, but to keep I mean, me you occupied you the, for a you while. You didn't go right to that, <laughs> which I think is good. You went to really good ones, but not the really long ones. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, there's nothing worse than a really long, bad book. Bad book, book. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take short You want to drown Sweet. yourself in yeah. the problem. All right, so we've been talking about The Secrets of Flight and I thank you so much for coming in. And uh, the book is available May 3rd, wherever print books and ebooks and audiobooks are sold, and uh, I highly recommend it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Kat Theck with production help from Jennifer Monroe. The books featured in this episode are available for purchase wherever books are sold. Please be sure to subscribe to Harper Audio Presents, and you can send us a question or comment via our Facebook page. We hope you'll join us next time as we hear more from the leading figures across books, culture, and the arts. All brought to you by Harper Audio Presents.